Welcome to the second installment of the Connect the Dot series, volume two, chapter five of the Power Narrative podcast, Trial Periods. I am your host, B. Green, aka Belief Narrative, empowering you through awareness, inspiration, and motivation through the power of story. Question. I wonder what would happen if everyone who enjoyed their time here in the power plant would take the time to like, subscribe, and comment and share this podcast with their friends. Wait, I I think I I think I hear a response. Are you listening? Bigger, better, bolder. That's it. The podcast will be bigger, better, bolder than ever. And you can make that happen. Moving on. In acknowledgement that it is time to start shifting gears from knowing to understanding. The first part of that process is in the shifting of our perspective. Now, we know what has happened in our lives and often we look at things the wrong way. We look at those dots as blemishes, those unexpected curveballs to our life plan. And that misconception can lead to confusion. And we know that our creator is not the author of that book. Matter of fact, my godson says that we should never be fused with the con. I like that. That's deep. Sit with that for a minute. We all go through changes. Every last one of us. But growth, now that's an option. And the seed in that statement of growth is changing our perspective with words. Now, growing up in the church, I heard all my life as a child about trials and tribulations and listening to the way that the old folks used to speak about them as a kid. I was like, I don't want either one of those because they sounded like bad news from above. As an adult, becoming a student of life, being willing to learn and follow its pathways so much so that my calling involves helping people strategize a more empowered life. My understanding of trials, trial periods, and even tribulations has grown. It has upgraded and taken me to a higher place. You see, the understanding of trial periods The understanding of trials, the understanding of tribulations is the way that we start to learn how to properly connect the dots. Connecting the dots is activating our understanding. Let's plug in. A young fifth grade boy was attending his last parent-student-teacher conference for the year, and he was very upset. At the sit-down meeting, the teacher begins to tell his parents how excited she was to have him in her class, how he was her favorite student, how he was the straight-A student, and he 
always did the right thing and set the best and greatest example and her enthusiasm started to lose steam as she noticed how upset the child was and the look of concern on the parent's face. And she asked, uh, what, what's wrong? The father looks at his son and said, all right, she asked you a question. Go ahead and speak up. The boy responds, if I'm your favorite student, then why? Why do you always pick on me? I mean, I'm the one who sits in the middle of a bunch of rowdy kids who never get in trouble. And I still try my hardest. And no matter how hard I try, I'm the one that gets moved. You've moved my seat four times this year and never around anyone that tries like I do. Always around a bunch of kids who like to act up. Yet, I'm the one who seems to always be in trouble. How could you sit there and say that I'm your favorite student? Can, can you tell me that? The teacher looks at the young man and says, thank you so much for your honesty. Now, can I be honest with you? All of you? See, I've been blessed to be a teacher for a great many number of years, and I've come across many a gifted child that comes from different places and different set of circumstances. But every once in a while, I come across a child with a rare gift such as yours, and then I'm faced with a very difficult decision. Do I, do I turn a blind eye or do I get involved? The teacher in me could not let this go because I know that a child with a rare gift like yours, if not challenged, if not developed, that gift can grow weak and die. You, young man, are a leader above leaders whose power of influence is positively infectious. Every place I put you, the gift you have leaves a massive, long-lasting effect. No matter how rowdy the child, after being in your presence after a while, they take your lead. They start changing and they start shaping up. And what they are unwilling to accept from me as their teacher, they are willing to accept from you as their peer. You may be upset with me, but in time, I hope you understand why I did what I did. Keep growing that gift because you, young man, have the potential to change the entire world of anybody who's blessed to be around you. See, the young man knew what happened to him, but he lacked the understanding of what was happening for him and for others. Once he made that shift, he could no longer remain the same. Everything changed. How are we going to ever perfect the secret sauce of our craft and develop 
without the rubber ever meeting the road, without the exploration of our said gift. The only way to make that shift is in the cultivation, and that cannot occur without a trial period. I enjoy nice scents, nice colognes, room sprays. And as excited as I get over testers where I can experience firsthand what piques my interest is the same way I need to be when it comes to being able to test my gift in action. It answers two questions. How does my giftedness fit in the real world? And do I really enjoy this aspect of the gift. You see, then I can make the proper adjustments, but sometimes we misunderstand our placement as in the story before and in this next story. We sometimes mistake trials for troubles. We mistake going through a troublesome time or a troublesome way with actually being the one in trouble and believing that it is our problem when sometimes that's not the case at all. A great example in scripture is the story of Daniel. Now, he would seem like he's the one in trouble, like he's the one with the serious problem, but that wasn't it at all. Reread the text. King Nebuchadnezzar was the one who was troubled. He was the one who was having the nightmares that he knew was more than just dreams. He was the one afraid. You ever notice when those who are in power, who have the tendency to abuse it, when they are in trouble and when they are afraid, attempt to make their trouble your trouble, to make their problem your problem, in an attempt to avoid dealing with it themselves. In this story, fear masked itself as fury. And the king was getting ready to kill all of his advisors because they could not interpret what was troubling him. Remember, he's the one in trouble. He's the one that the Almighty is coming for. And now we have Daniel, who's thinking, man, you know, this captivity stuff is is pretty rough. But, you know, when you do your best and you try to do the the right thing, there can be a blessing. I went from just being a regular uh, captive to now being one of the king's advisors. Hey, yo, Dan, did you get the memo, dog? King finna kill all his advisors. To be more careful, knew I should have just been a royal dishwasher. It would seem like Daniel is the one who's in trouble, that he's the one with the serious problem. But make sure you connect this dot. It wasn't Daniel's problem. It was the king's problem. Daniel was sent as the solution to the problem. But you can't be the solution to the problem without going through the problem, without getting a chance to work it out, without 
your trial period, all preparing Daniel for his big sleepover at Pride Rock in the den. Sometimes you are the solution to the problem and not the problem, although you are involved in the problem. Your creator has placed you there for a reason and for a season. Oh, God, I don't understand why, why I can't. This is my problem. I, I'm troubled. You're the solution. Uh, but I, uh, you're the solution. Say it with me. I am the solution. Work it out. This is a trial period. I'm growing you. I'm testing you. I'm developing you for greater things. You might not see it right now. But the creator is working things out for your good. The challenge question is this. Are you ready to connect the dots? Are you ready to shift your perspective from knowing to understanding? Are you ready to re-examine your story to find out if you are actually the problem or if you are the solution? Either way, once you gain the understanding, you can't remain the same. To change the narrative in your life, take the next step. Invest in yourself and book a life strategy coaching session with me at www.beliefinteriordesign.com. Let's start the journey of making belief reality.